Rise with India podcast on ET Now. Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the daily morning update from ET Now and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 13th of April. The primary focus continues to be on arresting the spike in COVID-19 cases that we've been seeing in the recent past. Maharashtra saw a bit of a decline in cases overnight, but the fresh edition reported yesterday remains above 50,000. It's too early to look at it as a positive sign though because the drop could be on account of a delay in announcement of test results. It is in this context that the Maharashtra government is currently contemplating a lockdown in the state. There are no details yet on that, but the anticipation of a lockdown is being seen as one of the primary reasons for the fall in equity markets yesterday. Now, yesterday the government in the state of Maharashtra decided to postpone board exams and this is now going to be held in May for the 12th standard and June for the 10th standard. Meanwhile, in case you didn't hear, an expert panel of India's Central Drug Authority has recommended granting approval to Russia's COVID-19 vaccine that Sputnik V for emergency use in the country with certain conditions. That would literally be a shot in the arm for India, which could then ramp up its COVID-19 vaccination drive. There were some important updates on the economy yesterday evening. First, India's industrial production declined in the month of February by as much as 3.6% on a year-on-year basis. That's as the output in the mining and manufacturing sectors fell. The fall in the IIP was more than forecast. It was expected to come in at a drop of around 3%. Meanwhile, retail inflation measured by the Consumer Price Index or CPI rose further in March, largely on account of fuel and transportation costs and also some elements from the food basket. CPI inflation came in at 5.52% in March compared with 5.03% in February. The rate of increase in prices is the highest since November of last year, but it still remains within the RBI Monetary Policy Committee's comfort zone of 4% plus or minus 2%. In a sense, the MPC's caution on inflation in the recent policy review was warranted and its decision to hold rates was vindicated. What's a little worrying is that core inflation, which removes food and fuel, rose to 6% in the month of March. The RBI had attributed the rise in prices to supply pressures and a rise in commodity prices. Bond yields will bear watching in today's session. Speaking of the RBI, Governor Shaktikanta Das told bank chiefs yesterday to ensure business continuity and credit flows to ensure the continued recovery in India's economy, this despite disruptions being caused by the second wave of the pandemic. Governor Das held a virtual meeting with bank chief executives, stressing the need to raise capital for bulking up balance sheets and creating buffers against possible business losses. In international news, Janet Yellen is expected to refrain from naming China a currency manipulator in her first semi-annual foreign exchange report. The report is due on Thursday. This allows the US to sidestep another clash with Beijing. Now, for a look at everything that you need to bear in mind before the start of trade today, here's Rohit Singh. Morning Rohit, quite the torrid session in yesterday's trade. What do we need to bear in mind ahead of uh, the start today?
Good morning, Alex. The contraction in the latest manufacturing numbers and the COVID surge both capture a slowdown that is getting difficult to shake away. And it is showing on the street, with Sensex slipping below 48,000, while rupee has tested the 75 per dollar mark. The degree of market reaction to the prospects of a lockdown in Maharashtra has surprised many. We have clocked one of the worst days of this year. Nifty Bank has now sunk below the budget day lows, while mid and small cap indices have clocked their worst since March last year. And in all this chaos, the measure of volatility has spiked over 15%, scaring the bulls away. Index Biggie's Reliance and HDFC Twins, just these three names hammered the Sensex close to 600 points. IT and Pharma and FMCG were relatively safer pockets, though we saw losses there as well. The Whipsaw has now taken Nifty below the 100 DMA for the first time since June last year. FIIs were net sellers of shares worth about 1,750 crore rupees. But DII chose to hunt for value and turned out to be very modest net buyers to the tune of 200 crore rupees. FIIs have now turned bearish on index futures for the first time in five months, capturing the caution. Meanwhile, S&P 500 and Dow Jones pulled back from record highs as the Wall Street gears up for the start of earnings season. Let's tell you about some of the stocks that will be in the limelight this morning. TCS has reported stellar performance on the margin front, clocking highest ever quarterly orders. Watch out for the rub-off on the entire IT space. Reports say Tata Sun's plan to infuse fresh funds into Indian hotels by increasing stake in the company, possibly via preference shares. SEBI has imposed a penalty of 25 crore rupees on Yes Bank for selling riskier 81 bonds to retail investors. Bandhan Bank has clocked healthy advances growth of over 20% YOY and the repayment collection efficiency has also improved. By April 15th, Vodafone Idea intends to clear its remaining license fee dues with interest for the quarter gone by. That's all we have time for. One reassuring factor for the market seems to be the support around 14,250, from where we have rebounded. Those seeking long-term value should definitely consult their advisors if they feel comfortable ploughing in some capital at these lows. Thank you for listening in. I now hand it back to you, Alex. Thanks, Rohit. You know, it's always a pleasure bringing you this podcast. So let us know what you think and do share it with your friends. This is Alex Matthew signing off. Have a great Tuesday and an even better midweek holiday. The Rise with India podcast on ET Now.